All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing well. All right. Oh, you're swapping it up for us a little bit. You're doing well. well. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm doing well as well. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, tell me a little bit about what's been going on with you. Have you been to any any places that, that are exciting? I'm coming off vacation, but I can talk about that in a little bit. You, right. you go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's it, covered up with all the acquisitions, trying to get everything buttoned down. And uh, I have spent most of my all of my time in Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Yeah. And uh, getting getting that that stuff kind of dialed in, so running it like uh, Smyrna Redmix. So we're, we're I'm very excited. We had a good meeting with all the uh, dispatchers and plant managers and everybody, all of the above, on uh, Monday night, and and really headed the right direction there in DFW. So excited about that team of folks. Um, I appreciate their efforts and jumping on jumping on board. And uh, as, as we talked about in the meeting, rowing in the right direction. You know, everybody doing the same thing and, and headed towards being the number one producer in, in DFW. So I think we can get there pretty quickly. And as long as we're working hard and working together, and we have Tyler Eason as our new GM in DFW. And so, that's 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 news. A lot of people haven't heard press. that. Yep, hot off hot. the press. Yep. So we're uh, excited about that. Excited about Tyler, and he's he's got a great family. They're all mm-hmm. moving, relocating. But he was born and raised in Tallahassee, and and uh, but but doing this. I with see his him family, as a good so. fit in Texas. He feels like a te- he yeah, looks like gonna, a Texas. He's individual. ready. He's yeah. ready. He's ready. So uh, <laughs> but, you know, and big shout out to all the acquisition team. You know, all the folks that help. Uh, that flew in from all the other states and and just been traveling, working tirelessly, uh, day in and day out. You know, no sleep, just making it happen. Every, you know, all those guys and, and ladies that just have done a phenomenal job. You know, to get these plants on our systems and working, and and just uh, pre- appreciate everybody very very much for all, all their all of their efforts. So we're excited about that, and also excited about uh, our announcement of having a new GM in Tallahassee. Obviously, because Tyler is moving to, to Texas, so Danielle Pudva is okay. going to be our GM all in, right. in Florida. Danielle, so I'm very excited That's about great. Danielle. I think she's going to do a phenomenal job. Uh, she's she's been our environmental manager for. A number of years and has really excelled in that role and not only you know she does so much more than environmental yeah. you know she's 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 great i know a lot of people look to her for a lot of different things she's good she's great and uh i'm I just i think she's gonna do a good job this is a you know a little it's different new for her and that's i think it's gonna be challenging uh but that local team i know is made up of great people uh tyler edenfield spooner pick and paul those guys are uh, uh, Wilbert, they all all of them do just a, a phenomenal job, and and appreciate all of them, and uh, and I know they'll be uh, uh, very supportive of, of Danielle and her new role. So mm-hmm. uh, looking looking forward to that. So and, and next week we'll announce a few other changes that, that are out there that we're been talking to some folks and moving some things and moving some people around and uh, to to keep getting better, keep growing, and keep rocking and rolling. Yeah. So uh, I, I will mention too. We're we're going to announce uh, within the next week a, a not a really great program that's going to impact uh, you know our operators and and plant managers dispatchers all those folks that are working a very very good bonus program that we're rolling out uh, next week so tune in and we'll we'll have a big announcement there for you I know everybody's been working crazy and Saturday I was driving a truck from. 
seven in the morning till five in the evening and and just covered up busy here in tennessee so everybody's working hard you you know just know that we appreciate you and and uh keep keep laying in there with us and we're going to take good care of you and and, uh really excited about the news coming up good good hey i've i've got to go to uh huntsville yesterday i drove down to um I made the hour and 45 minute drive <laughs> down to Huntsville and uh, we were able to just serve lunch to uh, one of our larger customers. It's a um, Jayton. Um, yeah. They're working on the Amazon <clears throat> building. Um, I don't know how far that is in completion. That was my first, but I know they've worked, been working on that for a while, right? Yeah. So we, we got to serve lunch to the finishers and it's always just a wonderful thing to be able just to give them that plate. I know that just seems silly, but just to tell people thank you face to face to say thank you because um, yeah. they work so hard and yeah, uh, and all of our folks there are supporting those jobs. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rodney has. Uh, uh, who heads up our plant maintenance? He he's been in Huntsville putting up a new plant there at Nick Fitcher, and uh, that thing's up and running now. Him and his team's done a, a phenomenal job there, getting it going, and uh, just everybody. You know, you gotta you gotta have great folks to to pull off those big jobs, and and so we absolutely appreciate our customers, but it most certainly appreciate all of our folks that uh, have worked hard to worked hard on those jobs. It's been a, been a lot of them. Huntsville's wide open, busy, so like like it like everywhere right now, and so it's good. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to James McCarley, yeah, um, and Derek uh, down in down in Huntsville, um, and also uh, Chip Chip Nelson was there. Yeah, so. absolutely appreciate Thanks those guys. All those guys. <laughs> Anything else you want to share? I think that's it for right now. Yeah. We are working on some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, that, well, oh, it's so hard announce. not to share it, I know, but we're going to be able got, to share it. <laughs> that's something really cool I want yeah. to talk about, but we'll, we'll get there. It we'll is. get there. Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, let's just jump right on into this this book that we're going through, um, just for professional development, personal development. Think again with Adam Grant. Uh, we're in Chapter 2, uh, and um, it's really cool that he talks about two syndromes uh, just a, a just the thought um of that we get into and it's one is called the armchair quarterback syndrome and the other is the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. um the armchair quarterback syndrome he says um this is just the people that that feel like they know more than the coaches yeah uh, people that are watching the game and, and just dissecting every move and saying that's this isn't how things should be done yeah and we know people like this in life um this yeah. is probably this is probably me in some, some circumstances it's or, everybody in yeah, some circumstances yeah, right. yeah yeah so um and so this it says this syndrome causes people to be blind to their own weakness even when there's proof otherwise um and then he goes on to the to the second one the imposter syndrome this is when competence exceeds confidence uh those with imposter syndrome are unaware of how intelligent charming or creative they are no matter what they are told um and they're usually unwilling to rethink their views as well um so that those are two two um areas of just where people get caught into that so what what are your thoughts on, on that yeah i think i think the starting with the armchair quarterback is i think that's detrimental you know it's just detrimental to the company mm-hmm. and detrimental to us personally is that we can always sit back and micromanage or, or say that what someone did or the decision that they made is is wasn't the right one. But until you're sitting in that seat, you don't know what you would do. You know, and there's so many decisions that have to get made. And and one of the the great things about this company and one of the worst things about this company yeah. is the speed in which we have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that we can make decisions on the fly. 
I hate the fact that we have to make decisions on the fly and not be inclusive with with our team. And and sometimes just regretfully that happens, right? And and, and I I want to try to try to get better, but it, it but it's also like this idea that it's very very difficult to to be inclusive when you're trying to do do a lot at one time and there's just so much heavy lifting and everybody's busy and the plates are running over it's like how do we how do we do it so i think it's it's trusting your team trusting the people that are in the right spots and then not not armchair court you know yeah not yeah. armchair quarterback and let them do what they do and and it's uh, I'll give you for an example. You know, I, Eric and I were traveling together this this week, and that's always eventful as we like to argue and fight. And, and I just, saw a yeah. really awesome video of you trying to pull his boot pull his, off. Yeah, yeah, it was full that's of concrete. Exactly, that's exactly right. So I'll, I'll share this story. You know, I'm a I'm a concrete finisher. That's what I do. I'm not an electrician. Eric's a really good electrician. So the day before we pulled up. And we were going to move a washdown rack and do all this stuff, and he, you know. So we pull. He starts unwiring it, and we got done. Uh, and I was asking some questions about electricity because he knows a lot about that. So the next day, I, I had a meeting, and I got back, and we were pouring some concrete, and he had it all about poured. And uh, I said, "Man, if this was 480, talking about uh, electricity, this is 480." I said, "You'd be dead right now." <laughs> what you did, you know, he, what he did with the concrete, just it wasn't quite right, but he did it. You know, yeah. he did it. And 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 I guess my point is this: is that just because somebody doesn't do it exactly the way you would do it, you know, and, and I'm bad about this, right? Because you see, I can see something differently than what other people see. And I just, you know, and I I, I want to do some uh, do something a particular way, but just because someone does it their way, as long as they get to the same end result, what does it matter? And I think a lot of times people armchair quarterback things to death. But at the end of the day, if they're getting to the same result and we're getting the same outcome, then what did it matter? That concrete that he poured, it wasn't wouldn't, it wouldn't exactly the way I would have done it. We ended up with concrete head to toe and we had water everywhere. It is a mess. And uh, as you were alluding to, his, uh, Eric stepped into concrete and concrete got in his boot and he couldn't get it off. So <laughs> Gary Ware's got a pretty good video of us trying to get Eric's boot off of him. But but anyway, but it's, it's it's uh, you know, I think that's something just me uh, through self-reflection. I need to get better at right up, you know, tell people here's where I, this is what I, what we want to do. Here's our end goal. Uh, this is the results that we want. And just let people go do their job. And if we do that, I, I think we're we'll be a lot better off and and fully appreciate and respect uh, those people that are out there making it happen. You know that the the last thing that you had mentioned there was that imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. and to me, the imposter syndrome can be really good and and bad at the same time. Imposter syndrome means that in your core, right, that you. Uh, are never satisfied and you, you feel like you're never uh, you're never quite good enough so you've got something to prove and to me it's like that's a little bit of a, a chip on your shoulder mm-hmm. and and I think that drives you now that can drive you to the point of mad as well so it's got to have good balance but I like that idea of uh, of uh, you know hey I don't know everything and I'm getting better and I know that uh, you know I know I don't know everything so I'm going to keep working hard mm-hmm. and he ties it into another concept and that's just confident humility you know it's just I'm, I'm confident in what I know I'm confident in my ability to make decisions and, and make good decisions, but I'm also humble in the sense that 
you know, I'm not the only person in the world that could do this, you know, and I think we all should realize that and be cognizant of that. You're not the only person in the world that could be CEO of Smarter Rate Mix. There's a lot of other people that could do it. Uh, and, and some would probably do a whole lot better job. There's, and you could say that about every position here. There's always people that can do it. So be, be confident in your ability, but also be, be humble in the sense that, you know, this company that doesn't evolve around one person. It takes everybody in order for us to do a, a really, really good job. So. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's right, Laura. What do you think? I, you I, tell me I, I <laughs> that's right. Um, well, I just love in the all about humility. A lot of people think that that's a that's a weakness, and it's it's most definitely not. It kind of paints you into this picture of um, just a, a sense of uh, being able to. Um, be a lifelong learner that way. Facts of life. I yeah. mean, really. But, but it, you know, and, and I think that's so, it's so true. Yeah. The older I get, the more I realize there's so much I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the more that I read, the more that I'm in, in this position, in my personal life, it's not that I feel like I'm any more intellectual or better or any of that. It just, it, it almost feels the opposite. Yeah. Like there's so much I don't know. There's so, and I think that's, it, that can be good in the sense that it is challenging, you know, intellectually challenging where I want to get better, right? I want to mm-hmm. learn more. I want to, want to understand things. And the more you understand, the more you realize how much you don't know and how much appreciation we should have for the people that do know. Yeah. You know? For the people around you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, man, I can't go rebuild an engine. Chris Chris Ross can. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I'm not going to remember who I met in 1984, but Mike Segula can. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) He's got a memory of of enough. You know, there's something, and it's like the same way with my dad. He can do a lot of things. It's just incredible. I can't do. And it's it's understanding that it's not, it's okay not to know everything. Uh But what you do know, you know, be confident in it and look to learn and look to get better. And that goes back to uh, goes back to humility, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's okay to have a hundred percent agree with what you said. I think it's okay to be it's okay to be humble, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I I will tell you this: customers demand humility. If you're arrogant, customers aren't going to use you. It's just who wants to who wants to buy from someone that's arrogant? Uh, or you know, it's one thing to be confident. We should be confident, but we should be uh, humble in, in that confidence. And I, I think you can do both, right? Yeah, that's you can right. Do both. That's right. So make it happen, guys. We'll make it happen. (laughs) All right, Jeff. Thanks so much for sharing. Appreciate it. We'll catch everybody next week. All right.